Hi, welcome to the Travel Advice Show. Thank you for listening all around the world. And you can listen to all our shows at TravelAdviceShow.com and on iTunes. And feel free to comment if you have any questions about travel advice of wherever you're going around the world. We can, we can try to answer your questions uh, on our Contact Us page on TravelAdviceShow.com. I'm Chris Newton, one of the co-hosts. And Jerry Four, my other co-host, he's in Cuba right now on a real cool adventure sea kayaking in Cuba. And we did a sea kayaking um, show like a couple months ago. It's under the adventure uh, category on our website uh, with Roe International. And uh, today we have a great show today and we have a great guest, uh, Jim Dykeman, an anthropologist um, that we're going to kind of share how anthropology uh, can relate to your travels and try to make your travels better thinking anthropology. Um, Welcome, Jim. Well, welcome. Thank you for asking to have me here. Yeah, yeah, it's great to have you here, man. And and, uh, would you want to explain a little bit about kind of how maybe anthropology can kind of help with travel or, you know, when you travel there? Yeah, when you asked me, I was thinking uh, about this and the interaction with other cultures sometimes can be really wonderful, great. Sometimes it's a little different. And in anthropology, we always talk about something called culture shock. And just some ideas I wanted to talk about of getting over the eye, you know, this concept of being concerned about, you know, what's going on in a a different culture and, you know, kind of handle those things. So, yeah. That's some advice. And plus, uh, cool. I was going to, I don't have any connection to this, but I was going to plug a, a site that's called Culturegram. And it's got uh, very intense, deep information about countries. Uh, you can look it up uh, on the web, those kind of things. And it'll help you, you know, kind of get a feel for uh, what's going on or at least trying to understand uh, certain things. I don't know. You may have had uh, guests before that talked about going to Singapore, Singapore, yeah, which is uh, you know a beautiful place. Uh, but their rules about behavior are very strict, yeah. and it kind of uh, helps you if you think about what they're trying to do and why they put those rules in place. You won't you know run against uh, any problems or run into problems there. I guess. Yeah, well, like the reasons why they, they they put those rules in the first place a little bit. Yeah, and and. Uh, yeah, I, I heard what well, wasn't a while back. Um, like you, you can't you can't put gum or something on. The, I mean, there, there yeah. had some real strict policies. There. Spitting yeah. in public, uh, yeah, eating spitting. on the uh, public transportation, um, yeah. and also the security. And oh. I know sometimes uh, as tourists we don't feel comfortable with the amount of security. But uh, I'd been to Singapore a couple of times, and I. Um, had uh, several parts of my, I was in the Marine Corps, and some of my female uh, members uh, asked the concierge at the hotel where we were staying in Singapore when it was a safe place that they could go jogging, and they wanted to go early in the morning because the heat and humidity is uh, pretty intense. And he looked at them very seriously, said, you can go jogging anywhere, anytime, and you won't be bothered. And that was their experience for three weeks. Uh, They were not any hassle. So they see their society as trying to hold things together. Whether you agree with them or not, the way they do it, you just need to, when you're in Singapore, understand what's going on. 
Gotcha. And I'm sure listeners and other people have run into other examples of trying to figure out why people are uh, doing uh, doing something. Right, right. Uh, one other culture shock uh, yeah. thing is trying to uh, look at crowding, in, you know, in some of the major cities you might travel to. Oh, yeah. I always... Uh, had fun or got comments back about people riding the subways in and around uh, Tokyo. And uh, you may have heard that they have what are called packers that uh, will pack you into the trains to make sure that the doors don't close on you. And then they wear white gloves, but they they will touch and push and shove. And in our culture, that's kind of a a little more difficult. So if you understand those kind of things, it, it makes traveling a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, it just makes the whole experience, yeah, instead of being like, what are you doing, you know? And, and I think when you travel, too, you just have to understand that it's not going to be like your neighborhood or where you live, you know, it's going to be very different. Like, yeah. I, I had major culture shock when I came back. I lived in Europe or traveled around Europe for a couple of years, and when I came back to the United States, I had major culture shock. Even coming back to your, when you're gone for a while and then coming back, um, I was like, whoa, What's going on here? <laughs> like I kind of forgot some of the morals there. Or the yeah. yeah. As, uh, yeah. as people travel, uh, if they just have a couple of uh, pieces of information, um, you know, the more practical kinds of things. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, you know you, Chris, you were in the United Kingdom. I yeah. always enjoyed those signs uh, about, uh, I don't know what they say, look the other way because dumb oh, American yeah. tourists kept getting hit. Right. Uh, because right. they we're looking the wrong way totally uh, and, across and the street so small things like that yeah it keeps british drivers from trying to yell at you and you know these <laughs> that, kinds that, of things that, that, that's happened to me yeah, a couple of times i would have to make a double take and when you're not thinking especially if you're at the pub for a little bit in the evening and then, yeah. and then you're walking home and you're like oh you, you just forget about the yeah. The driving on that side, yeah, yeah. Those may seem like small things, but no. then they kind of uh, move to the bigger concepts of, um, I would suggest, uh, I always tell my students to find something about the country, read about it. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, the great novels of the country or something, but at least either through fiction or nonfiction, mm-hmm. have something that you can talk to people about. Oh, right, um, right. Simple example, uh, in Germany, they're still talking about the fall of the Berlin Wall. And a lot of my students don't even know what the Berlin Wall is. So I would be concerned about, as they travel in the future, that they don't understand uh, an event that was very powerful uh, in Germany. Mm -hmm. And um, Yeah, it's such a big big thing there. Yeah, Yeah, it's a big big thing there. So get out. Read. uh, Do some things that... uh, yeah, yeah, before you make go. you feel comfortable. Yeah, and, and and it makes a world of difference. I mean, if you can relate to the people, they'll 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 respect you so much more. You know, right? If they if they wow, you you know a little bit about our country. You know what I mean? And and uh, they I I've had you just get better tips. You get mm-hmm. better relationships with the locals and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it really helps out. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's cool. Well, I know one of the bane of our existence maybe is YouTube. You know, everything's oh, yeah. on YouTube, right? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I've shown in my classes some uh, YouTube tips that come from uh, native people in a country, uh, from New Guinea to Finland, these different places oh, really? around the world. Yeah. Oh. And I say, well, 
they're YouTube, so you know these people are just talking, but they're they're people their age, oh, nice. and uh, you can find uh, people of all ages. So if you don't have to uh, look at well, I'm just going to listen to millennials uh, about their country. That I can find someone that's older, maybe my age, while I'm traveling. Uh-huh, to uh-huh. talk about their country, but my students were just fascinated by really? these uh, younger people in this case, um, yeah, yeah, just talking about, uh, my favorite ones are, what do American tourists do wrong in my country? You know, <laughs> that was you the can title see of those. The yeah, you can see oh, some awesome. of those. And, oh, I'm sure there's tons of those. <laughs> yeah, kind of, a, kind of a thing. Oh, that's cool. I didn't, oh, nice, that's okay. The other thing I know, uh, probably a lot of your listeners kind of really don't like the idea of traveling in groups. I, I may right. be wrong about that. No, but, but uh, yeah. Anthropology, if you're with a group, if you're a tour group, and I've done both. I've traveled by myself, and I've traveled with uh, tour groups. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can interact with the people around you, and you can pass on some knowledge of the country. And I've had several of uh, the tourist guides uh, come up to me afterwards and said, wow, you kind of knew more about that than I did. You know, it was kind of one of those ego things. But the main point was yeah. as we were able to uh, communicate, the tour group and the tour leader and myself. So that helps uh, to build kind of some kind of identity. And the idea is hopefully you'll get a group of people that are Americans or, you know, usually Americans as we travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little more sensitive yeah. about uh, issues to be able to uh, answer questions maybe later, like you said, at the pub that mm-hmm. they didn't feel comfortable asking the tour leader or the tour leader didn't know. So right. uh, I think that's a real key component is understanding not only the place that you're in, but it being able to interact with the people that you're with, that you're having the same experiences. Yeah, yeah, I- I, I had that experience in China. I went on a tour with like twelve other people, you know, in the bus, and we, we we had a tour guide, but we had, and we're most Americans on the tour and everything, and and it was fascinating to interact and to see how 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 the different people reacted to our attractions that we went to. Like some people got way into it, some people just weren't into it as much, you know. And then yeah, trying to relate to that and then talk about it after the event and you know after going to the attraction yeah that's yeah i i kind of i kind of yeah i'm the same way like i i've been on tours and independent and and sometimes the tour you kind of maybe might not say as much like sometimes you know i mean you're kind of behind the scenes a little bit and being more independent smaller group or something you get more insight maybe a little bit i don't know but yeah yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and yeah. I don't know if people yeah. on the program do do this, but I have to yeah. uh, point out uh, a, a place maybe a lot of people have gone to, but one of my favorite places and uh, to go to and interact with people is Ecuador. Ecuador. Oh, okay. And it, uh, you know, doesn't quite get the tourism that maybe Peru does because of Machu Picchu or Chile with its beaches and things. But right. uh I would really consider um, Ecuador as a tourist destination. Um, People, uh, very straightforward, friendly, a wide variety of tribal people, different customs. uh, Ecuador is just not one country. It's kind of absorbed 
the cultures around it, Colombia, Bolivia, oh, okay. you know, these kind of things. Really? So it's, it's real. And it's a little, it used to be, a little less expensive than some of the other places. Oh, compared to, really? Yeah. yeah. Would that be a, a top, uh, is there any other any other countries that you rec- that are really? Well, I, um, I know some of my friends think, think that I, I, I'm nuts, but uh, my one of my favorite uh, destinations is Finland. And Finland's a bit unique in terms of its blended ideas, and it's been pushed back and forth between Sweden and Russia. There's a lot of influences there that are different. Plus, the Finnish language is one of those isolated languages we can't figure out exactly what it was connected to. Is it really? Yeah, it's a very uh, different kind of thing. And... um, Of the Scandinavian countries at this point, and I I could be off on this, but uh, it's the least kind of not as expensive. Norway is just very expensive to go to, Sweden and Denmark. But you'll find the Finnish people a little standoffish at first. This is my my experience. People might have other experiences. But once uh, you sit down and talk to people, and I always use this as an example. I walked into a, a pub in Finland, and I always ask, is there a place I can sit? And the reason I do that is that in some countries, you know, you might look around and the chairs are empty and things like that. But uh, a lot of these pubs, like in Australia, for example, or Finland, have regulars. Oh, and right, even if right. they're not there, that's kind of their chair. Right, so right. don't be offended if they point you off into the corner or something. Oh, it, uh, okay. You just okay. have to get into the vibe that way and you'll be fine. That's funny. Yeah, it's like they got their their mug and stuff. They're yeah. all ready to, yeah. Yeah, I uh, almost made a mistake. Uh, I think oh. I was in Alice Springs a long time ago in Australia oh, in and taking middle. up somebody's uh, oh. <laughs> seat. And the, uh, I was very grateful for the bartender moving me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine him coming in and be like, yeah. hey, what I didn't, are you I don't want to deal with hey. one of these Outback. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally in the middle. Yeah, right. right. Oh, that's cool. That's. But I, I think uh, – yeah, I mean, anywhere you go, it's just uh, you just have to accept, you know, the, the culture more and, and just learn about it and learn about the ways of of dealing with it, you know, and on how to handle your situations. And don't get offended. I, I think that's the key, too, Jim. You think, like, try not to get too offended. I mean, you know, to take it with a grain of salt a little bit and, uh, you know, they're not attacking you personally, but they're, it's, it's just part of – how they are. Well, you know, yeah, that's a, that is a yeah. difficult uh, topic. Yeah. I happened yeah. to be in uh, Scotland right after uh, 9-11. Oh, okay. And I was there for two weeks, mostly in the northern part uh, up uh, near John O'Groats uh, oh, yeah, and uh, the islands. Yeah. And I don't think I bought a beer. I, oh. You know, I'm an American. And it's really sorry what happened to you. You know, these kind of things. Oh, but yeah, everybody was Within a couple of years, given how we handle things, uh, yeah. you weren't exactly as welcome right. as you used to be. So it was kind of a, a real culture switch. That's and funny. you had to realize that as an individual, they weren't particularly pissed off at you. But, in fact, that how uh, America had looked at this. So people do take offense of this. Mm-hmm. I know as Americans, sometimes we get into what we call American exceptionalism, that right. somehow we're the greatest, yeah. you know, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And when we get to other places, you have to kind of yeah. downplay that. I'm not yeah. telling people to abandon the idea of being an American, but right, uh, right. 
Right. You've probably heard, and I have friends who, when they travel, they always say they're Canadian. Yeah, I, I, I have. I have in the past. I can in uh, in England when I traveled around England, I'd be like, because with the Commonwealth a little bit yeah. more ahead a little bit. Because when you say a Canadian, they they go, oh, oh, okay. You know, they they don't have much. They don't know much about Canada. Yeah. I mean, the U.S. We have the media and everything. Yeah, we do. And, and it's funny, Jim. On our show, our listeners are from all around the world too. Mm-hmm. We we have. Mostly Americans on the show, but we have, well, I think over 140 countries listen wow. to our shows. So we have people in Madagascar and all around the world that that tune in, and and they and they, you know. But yeah, it's I, I've had that happen before, um, you know, especially when there's scandal going on in the media. Um, I, I was in England during uh, Clinton when, when he had all his scandals with these women and stuff like that and all that. And, uh, and I always got – was, was, I was like the brunt of the jokes for mm-hmm. a while and stuff. You just got to take it with a grain of salt. And, you know, just, yeah, yeah, I um, yeah. was traveling at that time too. It was kind of interesting, kind of a different reaction. Like, Americans, what's your problem? Right, you know, right. It, It's, yeah, you know, an affair, you know. And yeah. they're – um, in Europe, it's not. in Europe, in France, in and France, I'm not yeah. trying to stereotype France. We always do this kind of thing, but <laughs> yeah. they they went. Yeah. Uh, and as you've probably heard, that we had a prime we the French had a prime oh. minister who oh. died uh, quite a bit ago, and you know, wife, mistress, oh. etc., attended the funeral, and oh, yeah. so to them, yeah. we yeah. they were a little confused why we were freaking out over this. So right. you have to take that in too as a tourist, like. They see things differently than maybe we see things in yeah. our country. <laughs> so, so totally, totally, yeah. yeah. Do, do, do you have any other country, like Ecuador, Finland? Do you have any other kind of favorite countries that you like to kind of well, explore? Well, as you asked that question, I, I was uh, trying to uh, think about that. And I've got a place that's not uh, too far away. I'm a real big fan of uh, British Columbia. Brit- Brit- and, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Particularly uh, the Yukon and what's uh, Nunavut, the new Canadian territory. Not, well, not so new for Native Americans. Oh, but is that up in the Northwest yeah, Territory? If you ever get a chance, I always uh, tell people to get to Yellowknife, Yellowknife or okay. Whitehorse really? in the really? territories. And um, oh, okay. they provide an experience for you that uh, will you won't. You won't forget the beauty of the place is just incredible. Really, so, the beauty of the, and the uh, that's culture. a destination. Sorry, I really? cut, cut no, you off. no, 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 no. Is that, that yeah. that's a destination that's not too far away? Yeah, and um, yeah, wow. Even things like uh, going to you can take the train to Fort Churchill, which is on Hudson Bay, and they're that they're the town that's famous for their buggies that you can go out and see the polar bears. The, the polar right? Yeah, That'd so, be great. So, yeah, I'm yeah. a big fan of the Northwest Territory, Yukon, British really? Columbia. That area up there, yeah. And, and also because of the, the culture up there, too, and the scenery and yep. everything and just the people. Yeah, and, people. And the welcome, they welcome. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, because it's, it's like, wow, you made it up here? Yeah, you made it up here. <laughs> um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It, you know, it's they have tourist shops and things like that. But for the most part, uh, the hotels are smaller. They're locally owned. Okay. Uh, variety of cafes and things, and the prices are a bit more because of shipping distance and right. uh, uh, things like that. And yeah. if any of you are crazy enough to ever watch a very strange American series called Ice Road Truckers, you'll know getting supplies oh. <laughs> into some parts of this world is very difficult. They have to use the ice roads oh, during yeah. the winter, so Ooh. Ooh, prices man. are a little more. 
The pre- okay. Okay. Cool. Well, awesome, Jim. Well, well yeah, yeah. Um, that's some great insight, man. And just on how to how to take anthropology a little bit more and kind of the culture and kind of prepare yourself, you know, for 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 your travel trips and, and stuff. And did you have anything else you would like to add? Well, no. I think something. Yeah, well, yeah. something that you you mentioned. Yeah. Don't be offended if um, something's not open. Oh yeah. Or you know you don't think it quite went the way it was supposed to, some kind of tourist event or something um, you wanted to see, um, hang back a bit. Uh, I take students down to the Hopi Mesas every once in a while here uh, in Arizona, and I have a lot of them that kind of complain because all of a sudden the Hopi will close one of their mesas because they're having sacred dances. But instead of complaining about it, what you do is uh, you go up to the police officer that's standing there kind of guarding the road, and you can ask them if there are other dances that are open. Oh, for and the public. they're very good at pointing you, yeah, that you can oh. go over here, these oh, kind of things. Oh, cool. So cool. please remember that around the world. Just mellow. Yeah, yeah, and be mellow. Yeah, and take a back seat a little bit and, yeah. don't, and don't get upset if, yeah. if the things aren't going your way a little bit. Oh, cool, man. Well. Well, 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 thanks, Jim, for oh, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and, and you and you can listen to our shows at traveladviceshow.com, and uh, we um, we look forward to more, more shows. And but, but yeah, th- thanks a lot, Jim, and we've got we got some great insight. Thank you. We'll appreciate it. Yeah.